You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Well, hey, everybody. I'm so excited to introduce you to Riley. Riley, welcome to BecomingMe.tv. Emily, thanks for having me. This is a joy and an honor. And y'all, fun fact, Riley is our first guy video becoming story. I mean, let's go. That means that that's got to be pretty special. I feel I feel pretty, uh, pretty VIP right now. You are. You're you're setting the standard for every Let's other go. After you. Just don't screw it up. I mean, I feel Hopefully like I'm not the first and the last guy. I don't think so. I think right. we'll continue. After all, right, cool. all the technology we've worked through today, I don't think there's a possible way that you could screw up this. Industry. Technology is hard, guys. Literally. I mean, it was my fault too. I'll take complete responsibility. You know, I was trying to be a little graceful about it, but <laughs> he's not wrong. Yeah. I started following Riley on social media. He's also a part of Riley and Riley, which you all have seen Riley's story as well. And he's super inspiring. He's been a pastor for the last several years, and he's in this season of trusting God with his story. So today, we're all about it. Awesome. I mean, Riley, let's kick off with maybe the hardest, but the best question. Who is Riley? Wow. Who is Riley? That's such a, where to begin? There's so many, I think, and this is kind of what I want to talk about today. I think ultimately is like when it comes down to it before I'm anything, and this is what I'm trying to learn. So I, I think I'm in this process of becoming, um, but what I'm, what I'm understanding is that before I'm anything else, I am a son of God. Yes. Oh yeah. And, and that's who I am. And so obviously with that comes so many um, different aspects, but, but I'm constantly waking up, looking myself in the mirror and reminding myself, you're, you're a son of God so before you're anything. So I am, a, I love all things kingdom of God. I love seeing God's kingdom um, invade the kingdoms of this earth. And I want to be a small part of that. I'm obsessed with all things sports okay. as my phone drops. Um, just wanted to show off my quick hand ability. Um, right when you're talking about sports. I mean, I see. What yeah, you're- exactly. Perfect time. Yeah. No, except obsessed with all things sports. Go 49ers. Okay. You're in Florida. Are you a Dolphins fan? I mean, I'm much more of a college football fan. Okay, and okay. Plot twist, I'm an Ohio State fan. So, you Fuck know, guys. I'm to the University of Florida. So, I'm a all little right. crazy. Okay. We'll allow that. Thank you. So, I mean, that, ultimately, that's who I am. I'm an uncle of a, of, a, of a nephew, the first nephew in our family who's adorable 
And um, I just love, I'm a big family guy and big kingdom guy. That's awesome. Well, thanks for sharing a little bit about you. And yeah. you know, I referenced in the beginning, you're in this season of transition. And I know there's much more to your story than that. And you'll get there. But why don't you just right now unpack your story? Like what has made Riley who Riley is today? Yeah, wow. So I'll start kind of just, um, I was, fun fact about me, I was always the smallest kid in school, on teams, all of these things. I think that I had this little man syndrome, as you call it, that I've always had something to prove. And um, I think, so ultimately my story, my journey is, is what this is about. My journey is one of becoming. And, and realizing first what it means to uh, just know who I am. And um, my process began at a young age where I, I, I grew up in church. My family was um, just every Sunday we're in church, they're dragging us. I was more of like, hey, can we go play football or something? And like, no, we're going to church. We didn't skip. Um, about 2005, I'm going into my freshman year of high school. And I'm just sharing this because it's, um, it set a lot in stone for me. Um, but ultimately, we had this Brady Bunch type family uh, environment. So I thought, and um, going to church, my grandpa was like a, a, a well known pastor in the Assemblies of God denomination. Um, and as my phone's, all right, we got to fix that, Riley. Um, so ultimately, in 2005, what ended up happening was my whole life got flipped upside down. And um, just both of my parents were, um, unfaithful to each other for years. Um, just kind of, uh, you know, my dad had this double life that we didn't know about. And, um, it really rocked me because obviously we're going to church, we're drugged to church. And, uh, then there's this, I've had experiences with God, but then there was this fork in the road where it's like, who are you going to choose to be? And ultimately, um, I, I, I leaned more into the church and more into the things of God in that time, um, which was awesome. And the church was a gift to me. But what I didn't realize is there was a portion of myself at that time that I gave up. Mm. And I felt like at some point, because my dad's failures and because my mom was vulnerable, um, I felt like at some point I had to put a cape on. And so in, in, very, in spiritual ways and emotional ways, I became... Um, somewhat of a leader in a, in a house as the youngest of three boys. Um, and I just gave my, like I gave up a lot of my passions and sports and just really focused on leadership in church, like living the right way, which, and again, great things, but I got down the road in my life and I look back when I'm in leadership now and I went to Bible college, I look back and I, and I realized that at some point, or another, and probably in 2005, I gave up the steering wheel of my life um, to somebody else and to, to different people. And so I was just a people pleaser. And it really, it really um, manifested itself as I stepped into leadership and as a pastor, because how many, you know, like the platform won't make you, it will reveal you. Oh, yeah. And the platform began to reveal some of these insecurities and some of these things that I struggled with and I realized at that moment and through that season of leadership that man I've really got some identity issues that I've got to firm up yeah. and so um and we can we can go into a little bit more of what that looks like but that's where 
uh, I think that that's the um, downside of what I'm walking through now. Basically, some of the things in my life right now I'm trying to correct, and and I'm going through the process of of coming out of. Wow. I mean, that's yeah. incredible. And I think really cool, though, that you're able to pinpoint it back to that point in 2005 where you were at that crossroads. Yeah. What do you think, looking back, because, I mean, so many people who are watching right now, 2020 has been insane, like literally Crazy. insane. And a lot of people are finding themselves at a crossroads of their own, yeah. um, whether they're going to choose to go this way or that way, lean into God or lean away from God. So yeah. for somebody at a crossroads right now, even leaning back to what you chose in 2005, how would you encourage somebody to lean into God, but not to allow people to take a steering wheel of their life? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that's good. And I think for me, it's, um, first of all, Proverbs 16 verse nine says, in his heart, a man plans his way, but the Lord determines or orders his steps. And I think it's understanding, um, it's so easy, for man to determine his way for for us to look down the road and say hey this is what i want to be someday when and, and and we're looking for god in the way of our life like down the road and we forget the fact that god is a god of steps not of the way we are people of the way he's the god of the steps and so i would say to that person man don't do what i did because what i did was look so far down the road and and I put my cape on and I tried to save everything and I couldn't, hey, I'm not a savior. Yeah. And I would just challenge you, simply seek the Lord for the next step. Mm. What, what's the last thing he told you? Have you been obedient to that? And, oh. and ultimately, I think what I heard recently, um, I, I asked a pastor, hey, what, what is the definition of success? Because a lot of us are striving for success and trying to get to a certain place. And he goes, ultimately success is nothing else other than this. It's obedience for us. Obedience to God is what it is. And so I try and live my life now more simply. And it's like, God, what's the next step for my life? What do you have for me right now? Like what is the daily bread that you have? Give us today our daily bread. I keep trying to get tomorrow's bread. And he's like, no, 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 I have something for you today. That's so good. Man, you can preach it, Kylie. Uh, <laughs> you know, I love what you mentioned, too, a lot of things that you're working through in this season. And it makes me think um, to become, we often think we're going somewhere, and we are. And it's taking that next step like you talked about. But a lot of times in becoming, we have to unbecome a lot of things as well. So, so that play on words. But um, yeah. you mentioned some things that you're working through right now in this journey. You mind unpacking some of that for us? Yeah, so this is what's, what's, what's crazy is I, so if you don't know, I was a young adult pastor for the last five years at an amazing church. And during quarantine is, um, you know, everything's kind of on shutdown. God had began to surface just some things in my heart and in my life. And I had known that transition was coming. I just didn't know what it was going to look like. And so in, in Christian circles and in, um, in faith realms, we, we have like, these cute little equations that we think that God fits into, yep. you know, like God's not going to call you from a place. He's going to call you to a place. Mm -hmm. God's, you know, transition's going to come because, you know, when you're on one boat, you don't have to leave until the next boat comes. And it's like, we have all these analogies of doors and windows and stuff. <laughs> and 
And so I had all that in my mind, but I had known transition was coming, but God never brought a door. Hmm. And, and it was just so interesting to me that during quarantine, I felt like God was like, Hey, Riley, it's time to let me out of the box you've put me in. And, and so often we have this box of like, no, this is how God works. This is what he does. And I thought if I was going to leave where I'm at, which was um, a, a great, it was a successful ministry and all these things, then God was going to bring something better and bigger and more because we think success is more. But again, remember success is obedience. Yeah. And so I feel like God gave me Genesis chapter 12, which is Abraham's call. And where God said to Abraham, I want you to leave your father's land and go to the land that I will show you. Yeah. And so God began to invite me out of what was familiar yeah. and into faith, really, because oftentimes, you know, faith, faith that is seen is not faith at all. And I looked at my life, Emily, and I realized I've had to walk in faith for my ministry. I've had to walk in faith for, um, you know, preaching and the different things that I would do in ministry, but I've never had to take a step of faith for my own life. Wow. And so God was kind of like, uh, hey, this is a season. I want you to go on an adventure with me. And I always get the picture of like, you know, how uh, picture like a, a family and there's a, 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 a son and a father and, um, you know, they go through life and they go through all the different aspects that life brings. But there comes a moment where um, the father goes to the son and he goes, hey, let's, we need to go on a father son trip and just get away and those are you know for for those of you who have fathers that did stuff like that those are the things that mark you and shape you yeah. and to me that's what god's doing right now like hey it's time to go on a father-son trip um and it might be scary and it might be unknown um but what i'm doing in you is more important than what i'll ever do through you and that's the season that he has me in that's incredible. I mean, thanks for unpacking that. I definitely resonate. And everybody watching knows this. We took a break from becoming me.cv for the last eight months. And oh, wow. In the fall of 2019, we had just finished, um, I think it was our fifth conference. It was in the middle of the book I'm writing and a lot of the things wow. that we should be doing were happening. Yeah. yeah. And it was at a height and God was just like, yeah, you need to push pause. It's like, what? Hello? And um, I did. And it was literally what you just said of what God does in you is so much more important than anything else. And for me, I'm discovering, okay, like you can have these communities and platforms, but if the people around you, like you're not loving them well, or you're not loving yourself well, or you don't have a deep, intimate relationship with God, then what did it matter? And so- totally. The last eight months have been that adventure for me with God and now stepping yeah. back some of the other side it's pretty cool that's so good and and that will keep you um in stride with god in what you're doing because you know the way that we do life sometimes that it leads to burnout now and we try and manufacture this you know fruit that we produce in our lives and burnout is ultimately when i try and give you what i haven't received absolutely the result is burnout. When I try and give you what I haven't received, I'm going to result in burnout. And we think we can manufacture our own fruit and our own success for God. Yeah. But what does John 15 say? Apart from me, you can do nothing. Abide in me and I in you, and you will bear much fruit. Mm 
which means that as Christians, keep in mind, he says, you'll bear much fruit. We don't produce fruit, we bear it, which means my proximity to the root has everything to do with the fruit that comes through me. I, and we're, we're out here trying to grow apples and oranges, and that was never our job. He just said, abide in me, yes. and the fruit will come. But we skipped that. You know, that's so good. I love that reminder. You know, you've been sharing a lot of golden truths throughout your story. But if you were sitting down, you're having a cup of coffee, and you're hanging out with somebody else on their own becoming journey, what would you yeah. say to encourage them? Um, I would, a couple things. Number one, I'd tell you, only in Jesus are you being while you're also becoming. Yes. Like, I am a son of God. And I'm also becoming a son of God. Yep. I am, he, I am righteous while I'm also becoming more and more aware of my righteousness. Yeah. I, have give, I have been given salvation, but I'm becoming more and more aware of the freedom that I have in salvation. And so I would just remind you that, um, you know, you are completely, to that person, if I'm sitting across, you're completely a daughter, a son of God, right where you're at. Yet it's our job to, as we seek him, we're going to just become more and more aware of the fact that that's who we are. And so only in Jesus are you being while you're becoming. And second would be this. And I think this is super important. And if I could, if I could, my story could be dwindled down to one, you know, I feel like I have many sermons, but one message and it's this, it's about identity. Mm -hmm. And when push comes to shove, You've got to remember that ident or that purpose follows identity, yeah. not the other way around. And we've got a ton of people in our generation chasing purpose, chasing what is that thing I'm going to do? What is that? What is the you know the Goliath that I'm going to defeat? Whatever that is. And I I I just love the story of Jesus mm -hmm. because if we actually look at it and we take our our westernized Christianity lenses off, and we look at the person of Christ, we understand that it was this Jesus who, uh, before anything happened, right? There's this weird, um, in the beginning of Matthew, this weird place where Jesus is about to be baptized, and as he's baptized, he comes out of the water, and it's like time stops, and the Father stops time and splits open the sky over Jesus, and to all of these people in attendance, he declares over him, this is my son who I love with who I am well pleased. And I think about that and I think, so you mean to tell me that before Jesus opened a blind eye, before anybody put their faith in him, before anybody was ever healed or raised from the dead, before salvation came, and, and, and anybody ever believed that God stopped to let all of us know that before Jesus was a savior, he's first my son. So, before he's anything, before this is the Messiah, this yeah. is my son. And so before any of that happens, understand Jesus, his identity was affirmed by his father. And then he went out and did ministry. And then he went out and people were saved and, and healed and saved. But it started with identity because purpose will follow identity, not the other way around. Yeah. And, and if that's true for Jesus, how much more 
do we need to understand our identity before we're anything else? And I think that's why I talked about, you know, my, my journey is, and where I'm at right now is just because this is just like a season where that's just getting um, more and more affirmed. I'm, God is affirming my identity. Like before, because it's sexy, right? To, to say I, I'm leaving a ministry job for another ministry job. That's a promotion. Like that sounds good. Yeah. But it's something altogether where I'm leaving a ministry job uh, and I'm telling a congregation of a couple thousand, I actually have no idea what I'm doing next, but I'm just, I'm just trusting the Lord. That's kind of uncomfortable. Oh yeah. But in it, like, I just see the importance. I'm recognizing the importance of like, man, before one day I'm a husband or a father, a pastor, I'm a son. Yeah. And if I don't get that now, then I'm going to one day fail at what those responsibilities are down the road, you know? Yep. So that's kind of my journey. So good. Dude, like mic drops with literally every sentence. <laughs> like so good. So many good things to go back and really reflect on. Because um, what you're yeah. saying is 100% true. Our identity really does come first. And it's- It does. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about Riley and Riley, what it is, how it started, how people can connect. Yes. So Riley Sewell uh, is the girl Riley, R-I-L-E-Y. I'm Riley Silva, the, obviously the male, R-Y-L-I-E. And um, you know what? We looked and we're, we're friends and we decided um, not too long ago, I think was, we've only been going for like two or three weeks, yeah. but we decided, hey, there needs to be some content out there for people, single folks. Yep. Like there's not a whole lot out there for um, people who are who are single. We've got stuff for married people, dating, engaged. Um, but now it's almost like, man, there's something wrong if you're single. I'm 29, right? So yep. I get it all the time at my church. Like, hey, are you good? <laughs> like, is something wrong? Yeah. Because you're still. I, do you get the same thing? Oh, like, oh yes. Oh, and it's just, and and there's something wrong with that, mm -hmm. right? And, and what that causes us to do is um, step into relationships because we think that those things will fulfill something that only God really can fulfill. And um, I think sometimes we uh, idolize marriage so much that we demonize singleness. So true. And actually your singleness is not a disease to be avoided. It's actually an opportunity to be embraced. And so we're simply telling the story of like, you can be completely whole. You can be completely filled with joy, mm -hmm. all of that while you're single because yeah. you were raised from the dead and alive in Christ as a single. Ooh. So say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> it's so true. Like think about what Jesus did for you by yourself. Yeah. When he looked at you and you just read Psalm 139 about how you're fearfully and wonderfully made and he hems you in, he's behind you and he's before you. He's alongside of you, uh, that he numbered your days, meaning he didn't count your days. He numbered them, meaning he knows day one from day 7,200. Uh, he knows all of, he numbered your days. He's so specific. And so do you think that the God of the universe needs you, like who, who has relationship with you, yeah. like thinks by any means you're incomplete without uh, a partner? Nah, nah, see, that's supposed to 
like confirm who you are, but not complete who you are. Yeah. And so anyway, all that to say, as you can tell, I'm passionate about it, but this, the Instagram is just, um, we're just putting out content to just encourage people in their single season. That's amazing. And if somebody wanted to go follow Riley and Riley, where would they go? Yep. Just follow us at Riley and Riley, R-I-L-E-Y and R-Y-L-I-E. Her name first, my name second, ladies first. So that's where we went with it. No. <laughs> Riley and Riley. And the point is also like we want it to be a community. So it's not necessarily like just something that you follow. If you guys have questions or anything like that, we want to connect with with singles um in in this culture and in this day and age and so we'll meet you where you're at and i'll send you a voice memo and respond that's awesome i love that have you guys been getting a lot of questions and things like that so far we have yeah so again we're only two weeks in but i've had so many amazing questions like stuff that are, are just like like people need to hear this stuff Right. Like, you know, I've never dated a woman who has had a kid. How do I go about that? Mm-hmm. And, and, just, and just things like that. Things that I, honestly, we don't claim to have all the answers at all. Um, but it's just a joy and an honor to walk alongside people, even through social media. Absolutely. Well, y'all, we will have the link for Riley and Riley in this post. You can easily follow Riley and Riley. We'll also have Riley's Insta so you can follow him as he's continuing to trust God on this journey. Like Riley, thank you so much for sharing your story. Absolutely incredible. Thank you for having me. And let me just affirm you because this is so needed and so important. The Bible says that he is the author and the finisher of our faith. And I love how you are zooming in on people who have given God the pen to their life and are allowing him to write the story and we will overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and so what you're putting out there is not just like cool content but it is the power of god and people are changed through it and so i would just say uh, keep being the storyteller that you are the way that you bring questions out of people and truth out of people is blessing every listener and so um we're on your on your side riley and riley we got your back but we just We appreciate what you're doing. Well, right back at y'all. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.